0: Hello and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and with us today is Rhiannon Duck, the Village and Special Program Coordinator for Fairfax County. Villages are local organizations that provide assistance like rides and social visits to people in the neighborhood. Fairfax County has about 12 of these now, and Rhiannon is here to tell us how they're faring during this Period of social distancing. She's also going to tell us about a brand new program she's overseeing that provides grocery shopping assistance. But first, a little bit about her. Rhiannon is one of those rare natives of Fairfax County, born at Fairfax Hospital, graduated from West Springfield High School, and then attended George Mason University. Right now, she's working on a master's degree in public administration and policy at American University. And with what little free time she has, she spends volunteering, practicing yoga, and reading. So, Rhiannon, thanks for being with us on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely glad to uh, talk with you about villages, which I know we have talked about a couple of times here on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. But I always have trouble with the concept, villages. Can you explain again to me and our listeners who may be joining for the first time, what exactly are we talking about when we're talking about these villages in Fairfax County?
1: Villages are an effort um, put together by the uh, residents in a neighborhood or in a small community where they work together to help one another out um, with basic support activities, particularly focusing when um, when residents start to get a little older and some activities are a little harder to accomplish as we get a little older. So villages often help um, with giving rides to folks, to doctor's appointments. They help with caring calls, such as checking in on folks maybe after they've had a surgery. Oftentimes they do activities together, um, walks around the neighborhood, book clubs, gardening clubs. It helps to um, reduce social isolation, helps to increase the connection between the neighbors. Some are intergenerational, some are more focused on um, just for older adults. Every village is unique to the neighborhood and community it comes from,
0: and I think in the intro we said there's something like a dozen of these villages across the county.
1: Yes, there are um there's and some are more active than others, but there are uh twelve in the county
0: all right it's It sounds like it's just about being a good neighbor uh,
1: yes, <laughs> yeah. actually really um at its at its heart, I think it's maybe a little bit nostalgic or a callback to a time. When we were a little more interactive as as neighborhoods, as time progressed, people started working so much and commuting so far and, you know, logistics just changed. But it is a little bit of a callback to a nostalgic time where we interacted better with one another and our neighbors. Mm -hmm. Um, It's taught me to be a better neighbor for sure. I make sure to go out and talk to my neighbors and say hi. Right.
0: Uh, how did the village uh, program and, and when did the village program start in Fairfax County? And, it, hmm, and if exactly, you don't know the exact date, I
1: don't know. That's
0: fine. If you don't know the exact date, <laughs> how, how did it start? How did, how did this idea come about?
1: Well, uh, there's one of the first in the area is from Lake Barcroft. Um, they've been successful for quite some time and Mount Vernon at home. Uh, Mount Vernon at home has been has been serving the Mount Vernon area for s- several uh, years they are a different type of model they have a a, a paid membership hmm. um, where seniors pay a, a a due for the year an annual due for the year
0: well let me let me interrupt you so uh, that's interesting paid so they're not all paid they all uh, i think you said earlier they all kind of act differently so so they're all structured differently so yes, some are some are paid some are not
1: yeah there are four different models that are kind of like the basic scripts for how the villages can develop. Uh, One is a paid concierge model, which is what Mount Vernon at home does. You pay an annual due and they have a paid staff that provide all of the different various services to you. The second type is an all volunteer model um, where the neighborhood just came together and coalesced and volunteered to put this stuff together and they work. um, They just, to put it together on their own and volunteer their time and and uh, services. The third model is a virtual model, which is very similar to Nextdoor, or that's a, con- a concept that works um, where people just kind of stay online and interact online. That works in addition to an actual face-to-face model. It's good for, like, helping someone find a cat or finding a babysitter in the neighborhood, but you, the real – the real truth or concept of a village is you want to have the face-to-face um, interaction. So the virtual component is, I think, more of a tool than a village. And then last, the last is uh, the combination of, of this of the types. So you can have a little uh, have maybe a virtual concept along with a volunteer concept. Um, McLean Village Association is good at that. They um, kind of connect all of the different neighborhoods to different services and um, activities that are within McLean.
0: Hmm. Okay. So you can make it what you want is what I've, I'm hearing about these villages. Um, if you maybe are in a more affluent part of the county and you wanted to go to a, a paid model, you could do that, go with the all-volunteer model or a combination of any of these where you just, you know, if there was a paid part of it, Maybe there were certain services that that could be paid.
1: Correct. Yeah. Whatever works best for your community and the needs of your community. Mount Vernon at Home started in two thousand and seven. Wow. So, uh, so that they've been functioning for a long, you know, for a good number of years now.
0: Mm -hmm. How how does one after hearing this podcast and they think, well, that sounds like a pretty neat idea or concept. You know, it it'd be kind of nice to have that in my neighborhood. I guess a two-part question: How does one go about getting a village or starting a village in their neighborhood? And 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 then is there any kind of geographic boundary about how small or big that neighborhood can be?
1: Um, well, the best thing to do is to reach out to, um, on the Fairfax County website. We have a neighbor to neighbor link, um, and that will connect you to the best address and number to reach out uh, to, to me and my co- colleagues. Um, There is a list of all of the different uh, villages on that web page as well. Um, And we are more than willing and happy to help you get started. There is no size uh, requirement or um, recommendation. One of our villages, Village Drive Village, they set their own boundaries. They walked the parameter and Mm. uh, they don't have a formal neighborhood per se. And so... They just walked and handed out flyers and created a ge- geographical boundary that worked for them. Others do it in, a, in combination with their HOAs or their civic associations, and uh, that works as their um, prescribed kind of boundary. And others uh, just use their community as the backbone. So a good example of that is Spring Hill Village Community. They are a retirement community in uh, Lorton, Virginia, and they include they included the entire um, community, uh, the apartments, the townhouses, the, the houses, and they all work together and actually are very, very active.
0: You mentioned at the beginnings, you know, some of the, the services just kind of, you know, kind of went through a list. Are there... Um, more popular type services, and I'm going to kind of seed the question a little bit. I'm assuming that uh, that rides to the doctors or those kind of things are are popular based on some past uh, discussions I've had. But is that kind of one of the more popular services of a village?
1: That is a popular service. They um, oftentimes the villages work in a collaboration with NV Rides, which is kind of the overarching ride program for the Northern Virginia area. They are um, a partner uh, nonprofit organization that the villages often work with. So in case a village volunteer is unable to provide a ride, they have a backup or they work in collaboration, really. So rides is very popular. Mm-hmm. Not all villages provide rides. So they, they look to their partner organization, Envy Rides, to help some of their um, villagers uh, get to where they need to go. Other popular services are um, people helping one another with yard work, people walking pets if they've had an injury or an illness, um, social activities like book clubs and garden clubs, walking, exercising. That's really popular, I think, with almost all the villages. They do. They have a neighborhood opportunity where they walk their neighborhood and socialize. Um, some do brown bag lunches. Others do a monthly luncheon. It's as wide and vast as your imagination can take you. Right. Whatever really re- re- uh, resonates with your community and your membership, your villagers, is right. what we are all able to, what they want to focus to do. All
0: right. Since you've been involved with the village program, what, what have you heard from the air quote here? I'm going to use the term villagers, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the people, the people in the village. What, 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 what kind of stories or what are, what are you hearing from, from the members?
1: Oh, they have so many good ones.
0: Um, <laughs> well, we only, we only have 20 I know. minutes.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will share this. I, I went and took some pictures Monday afternoon, evening uh, for, for the Spring Hill Village. They celebrated one of their villagers' birthdays, and since we're all social distancing, Mm-hmm. 75 was a milestone birthday for her. Wow. So they all decorated their cars. One girl de- um, dressed up in a unicorn costume. And mm-hmm. there must have been 50 cars in the, in the parade. They drove by her house honking with the balloons and the banners. And she was almost in tears. She was so happy. So they made a way to celebrate and, and, and socialize with, with still honoring, you know, the social distancing needed for our older adults right now. It was really quite a sight. Um, Mm. and They were all so happy. Another example, um, recently uh, Herndon Village Network has um, been buying groceries for their more vulnerable village members um, and bringing groceries to the doorsteps of their village members that are either really feeling they can't get out or this is free of service, um, or if they just may not have the means right now to buy extra groceries. Um, they've been able to f- successfully fundraise and, and deliver groceries to folks twice during these COVID nineteen times. Um, so I think it's like you mentioned earlier, it's a sense of community, it's a sense of friendship, and it goes a little bit beyond even having you know um, you know just somebody to help you out. You 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 have a group of friends. You feel like you have a a tribe, a club that you're you you can count on to help you out if you're in need. Um, and I think that's what really, really matters to the villagers.
0: Well, especially during these uh, COVID-19 coronavirus times, that social interaction, which we have been told to avoid and maintain that social distancing, uh, that, that's really tough. How, how are the villages handling and operating this, this COVID-19 t- kind of situation?
1: Well, villages that were already established really had a, a leg up on on this because they already had phone trees established and email trees established. So they carried on with their caring calls, as one village calls it, uh, their check-ins, their, um, their emails to say, hi, how are you? So they were really able to kind of, they were ready and able to meet the call for being socially distant. Mm. Um, so I think, that if anything, that's really a wonderful takeaway. Um, mm. Spring Hill Village is another one where they have caring captains, is how they refer to them, and they call one another and check in. Um, they know if somebody's had a fall or, or you know, had a, has a cold and needs some extra help, and they're right on it. And that's the um, kind of model that a lot of the very active villages also adapt, where they check in with one another. Village leaders, you know, have have like a hierarchy almost, if you will, of how they have people calling in and checking in with folks and and making sure that we haven't left anyone behind.
0: You've mentioned several um, neighborhoods, communities, several villages, if you will, during the conversation so far. If someone's listening right now and they want to know if their area, their neighborhood, their communities is served by a village, how could one find that out? Where would, where would they go?
1: They can go to the Fairfax County Um Neighbor uh, website and it has a list of all of our active uh, villages currently. And then, like we mentioned earlier, if you're interested in starting a village, you can reach out to the um, web address, the email address provided, and uh, or the phone number.
0: Which which are the web address and the phone number? How would they how would they find the information?
1: N2N at FairfaxCounty.gov, or you can call at seven zero three two four six 8962.
0: Okay. So that email address again is N, as in Nancy, N, the the number two, and then another N for Nancy, N2N at FairfaxCounty.gov. And then um, web address FairfaxCounty.gov slash help slash neighbor. Or as Rhiannon said, you can call 703-246-8962. There's information on that webpage or by email or phone about Uh, requirements or steps or what folks need to do to establish a village?
1: Yes, um, we even have established a toolkit that I often email a link to that helps you get started during these COVID-19 times. In the past, I used to come out and meet you and your neighborhood and your interested neighbors and give a presentation and kind of give you an overview on all the different villages and the types and the things you can do. Um, that's not exactly um, the thing to do these days. <laughs> right. So we've, uh, we've um, in, in collaboration with some very passionate volunteers, put together a really lovely toolkit that um, you can c- connect to, and all of the different materials are um, provided to you via a website. And you can use, take what you like, use what you need, and, and again, make it your own. Use it to create your own path that works best for your neighborhood. And of course I'm here virtually I'm by you can get me any which way you can and I'm able to help and answer
0: questions. Right. Well it it sounds like from our uh, kind of kind of overview conversation about villages if you will it sounds like the benefits are many and uh, if neighbors and communities don't have a village yet they certainly should uh, consider forming one.
1: I, I would agree. You know, it's something I, being a native, I never thought of it before. You know, I started working for the county and your neighbors are your first line of defense when, when weather comes your way or other other challenges. You know, you it's nice to have a good team on your block that can help you out.
0: That's a great way to look at it. Another uh, great new thing uh, that we wanted to make sure we talked about is, uh, in, I think in cooperation with the, the Neighbor to Neighbor uh, program, uh, countywide grocery assistance program w- regarding deliveries of, dis- of uh, groceries and, and prescriptions, if I'm understanding correctly.
1: Yes, as an extension of the um, Neighbor to Neighbor program, we, uh, the Fairfax, Fairfax County put together a, an additional service a shopping and pharmacy pickup for older adults and folks with disabilities within Fairfax County. You can give us a call um, at, the, at 703-324-7948 and Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Someone will answer the call and uh, we will match make you with a volunteer uh, from your area. Ah, uh, the volunteers are Fairfax County CERT and Fire and Rescue employees, so they've all mm. been vetted and background checked, and are already already proudly serving the residents of Fairfax County. Um, and we matchmake you. I put my air quotes up to, <laughs> right? Based on your geographical location, I try. You know, we try to get them as close to, into your community and neighborhood as possible. The volunteer will then can contact the person asking for service connect a good window of time you know when they are available and able the volunteer will come pick up uh, their grocery list if they need grocery shopping and uh, payment they can pay by check or cash the check would just be left the amount left blank and the made out to the grocery store they wish to shop at hmm. as long as it's within a reasonable radius of their na- of where they live and the volunteer can then go, get the groceries for them, pick up the prescription, bring the items back, leave it on their doorstep or on their porch, all touch-free, all taken care of, and any change in receipts left in the envelope on the door, and everybody's good to go. So far, we've had about 50 calls, um, and we're looking to serve as many people that need it. Uh, Some of the villages are also doing this this service, and this is in addition to whatever the villages are already doing. But not every community has a village.
0: Right, right. So hopefully after this uh, podcast, we'll get many more communities that uh, have villages and also uh, increase the number of calls for the uh, grocery shopping and uh, prescription uh, delivery uh, program. Again, that's 703-324-7948. I think you said Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is that number. Again, what are the kind of requirements to participate in the program?
1: Um, folks that are 60 and over, uh, medically vulnerable, and or have a disability.
0: Some exciting news there with the uh, grocery and uh, prescription delivery uh, program, but also uh, uh, exciting news that we've talked about a couple of times here on the podcast before, but uh, definitely want to uh, reiterate the importance of villages in Fairfax County. And again, if your community does not have a village, uh, reach in, uh, reach out to Rhiannon and uh, Put her to work and help her uh, get a village started in your uh, community, your and in your neighborhood, Rhiannon. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Final thoughts, final word. Anything I haven't asked you that you'd uh, or that you'd like to share here before we wrap up?
1: Not at all. But yes, I'm happy to help you start a village, and we are here to help you.
0: All right, Rhiannon Duck with us today on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. Again, if you want more information about the county's villages. Go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash health slash neighbor or call them at 703-246-8962. And again, to request grocery shopping assistance, call 703-324-7948. Also remind you that you can find other county older adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities by dialing 703-324-7948, TTY 711, that's Monday through Friday, or go online 24-7 to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. When you're on that page, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper. Thanks to Rhiannon for being here. Thanks to you for listening to the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.